1: primary purpose big book study group to get focused. Sorry for the delay. Let's have a moment of silent meditation followed by fog light
2: prayer. Um, Good evening. I'm a recovered alcoholic. My name is Doc. Hey Doc and I'm a
1: recovered alcoholic. My name is Mike Chase.
2: Thanks for joining us tonight. We're going to start the meditation in a minute so please take a moment to get situated. I think I'm Six feet away, so I can remove this, yeah? Yeah. Thank you.
1: The coffee area at your house is probably filled with donuts and real half-and-half and and wonderfulness. So feel free to partake
2: throughout the workshop. And we suggest, and this, we hope, travels around the world, a little bit of Internet etiquette that you actually attend the meeting rather than lay half-naked in bed and listen to it. That means attending the meeting means turning off devices that might make noise, just like you were at a meeting, putting on clothes, uh, combing your hair, taking a shower, perhaps makeup, sitting down in a chair, attending the meeting... As with your book, as if Absolutely. your grand sponsor was sitting right next to you. Yeah. Uh, we're going to jump into that meditation pretty soon. But uh,
1: please refrain from disturbing others. You folks on Zoom and if Facebook ever comes up. That thing's just a joke lately. Uh, with, you know, putting weird graphics up and being silly. And we don't care. Yeah. For meditation, some suggestions are focus on your breath, your posture, breathe in God and breathe out self, or...
2: Take this time. Oh, do you want me? Yeah, uh, give us some ideas for for meditation. uh, You've done that for years. Yeah, the black and white is just like that. You breathe out all of the darkness inside you and visualize it as smoke coming out of your mouth and nose that dissipates immediately and then when you breathe in, you breathe in the golden light of the higher power through the top of your head. I just got dizzy doing that. It's
1: awesome. It's awesome. So let's take this time to get reconnected to God. Let the craziness of the day drift away. And let's ask God to help you stay focused on the study. Amen. So the monks are going to come in. They're filing in right now, socially distancing. We'll see you guys in three minutes after the monks. Enjoy your time with God. prayer if you don't know it just come along with us god god let your, god, love, shine your love shine through dear. me like the a fog, fog light. light so those Amen. who are lost sick, sick and done. dying can find your love through me so we're going to start the meeting with our secretary report and we got a fill-in secretary tonight long-term home group member that would
3: be chris J. my name is chris and i'm your recovered alcoholic Secretary, in in keeping with the seventh tradition, why don't you go ahead and reach out to your local inner group and make a donation to them? And that seventh tradition says contribution, right? That's different. I'm still learning. Uh, Every group shall be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. That's what the seventh tradition says. And I am going to now read the recovered statement to explain why many people in this group identify as recovered rather than recovering, and what exactly it means to be a recovered alcoholic. This is the recovered statement. Recovered. We are not cured of alcoholism. Recovered, but not cured? That presents a conflict to some alcoholics. If we were cured, we would be able to drink responsibly. No, we are not cured. The allergic reaction to alcohol will remain with us for our lifetime. But we have been restored to sanity. That was the problem. The main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than in the body. Page 23. We are now sane where alcohol is concerned. Consequently, we have recovered. That's the end of the recovered statement. 1940s-style big book sponsorship from the forward to the second edition of Alcoholics Anonymous. Of alcoholics who came to AA and really tried, 50% got sober at once and remained that way, 25% sobered up after some relapses, and among the remainder, those who stayed on with AA showed improvement. What we've seen, felt, come to believe and experience is that God has not changed over time and neither should the sacred approach back to his loving arms. The statistics above suggest a 75%-plus success rate. We have CDs, mugs, large print big books, little red books, and big book dictionaries, and you can buy them once this meeting opens back up, and we're, uh, whenever that may be. Or you can... go. Yeah, what, can, what else can they do?
1: They can contact their neighborhood area in a group, and they might mail them, or who knows, they might even meet you out in the parking lot as you drive by and toss them in your window quickly.
3: Nice. <laughs> All right, well, we meet every Monday uh, promptly <clears throat> at 7.15 p.m., and we ask thee to be courteous and ready to begin at that Road to Recovery tune. See you next week.
1: Thank you very much, Chris. Nice to have you here. From the forward of the first edition of the book Alcoholics Anonymous, we have Alcoholics Anonymous more than 100 men and women who recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. To show other, other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of the book Alcoholics Anonymous and this group. From There
2: is a Solution, also a chapter in the big book, quote, The tremendous fact for every one of us is that we have discovered a common solution. We have a way out on which we can absolutely agree and upon which we can join in brotherly and harmonious action. This is the great news this book carries to those who suffer from alcoholism. Can we see a show of
1: hands of people on the window Join us for the first time? Can I see a show of hands of the recovery alcoholics? Maybe thumbs up if you're recovered in the rooms of Zoom. And maybe Facebook has come back. We never know.
2: It's not working very good. (laughs) Let's Zoom. (laughs) This is an open meeting, and as such, all who have an interest in alcoholism and our program of recovery are welcome. Because this is an open meeting, you need not identify yourself in any way, shape, or form. That means you're your name online or your face nor your reason for being here if you don't wish to do so your anonymity will be protected we ask that you protect ours
1: speaking of anonymity and anonymity this is a real open group and if you're on zoom people are going to see you they're going to know who you're here Um, and when we have our normal group we pass a microphone around in the group participation and we we tell people if you don't want your voice out on the internet just pass the mic to the person next to you or use a really good disguise.
2: Mm,
1: that's probably
2: good uh, advice. We used to have like
1: international
2: language, night, like, different accents and whatnot. Yeah, I, too many years, I just I don't yeah. hide anything. You, 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 you can see every pick I have under my bed, how about that? Good. Before we begin, there are none, before we begin our study of the big book, last week we reviewed Tradition 1, tonight let's take a quick review of Tradition 2. Please refer in the unabridged big book, page 562, and in the abridged big book, page 177. And now...
1: Our here- tri-chair, Bill, is going to come up and present us uh, five minutes on the first, on the steps process. Or Here's Bill!
4: Hi, Bill. Hi, everybody. He's the same one. My name is Bill. I'm a grateful recovered alcoholic. Bill. And we're going to talk about... Tradition number two. Um, Traditionally what we do is we read the long and short form. The short form is for our group uh, purpose there are but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants they do not govern. And the long version which interestingly is shorter than the short version for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Uh, the difference being that in the long version, they don't emphasize our leaders are but trusted servants. They do they do not govern, uh, which means that they place, place the emphasis in this uh, tradition on uh, our reliance upon a loving God to guide us. Uh, in all of the traditions there is both a practical and an inspirational or spiritual, if you will, uh, aspect. Uh, last week we talked about unity and with, with unity there's a, it's, it seems to lean more on the practical in the sense that uh, if we don't have unity, a way of getting along with each other so that the, the groups and the, and the fellowship as a whole function, then we have nothing. So, But on the spiritual side, the reason why we must hang together is because we have a common problem and a common solution. And if we don't reinforce that through the unity of the groups, we're going to disband and we will all be lost. On, and in this particular case, and I, and I really like this tradition because it is heavily in my mind uh, on the spiritual side rather than the practical side, although it of course has a practical application. Uh, I, I think it's inspirational for me that this really tells us what this fellowship is about. It's about the, the innate goodness and humanity and godliness within each of us. And it says that our fellowship relies upon everyone looking into their hearts and, and souls and, and reflecting that in the group conscience. So that, so that if, regardless of what the issue might be that we're voting on or asserting, uh, that if everybody in the group goes as deep as they can and connect with the God of their understanding, whatever they put out there will be the right thing for that group at that time. And it could differ from group to group. And it could change from time to time. But the important aspect is, is that we believe that you know, if I've been around for X number of years and I'm the expert and I know all about AA, I can spell it correctly most times. Um, <laughs> that 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 you should listen to me when that's really not the case at all. You know, it's it's the group conscience, and out of the mouths of babes can come the truth. We have a a, a strong. Uh, uh, Position with regard to voting, where if you have a a minority vote, uh, they get to be heard, even if they've lost the vote, they get to be heard again and given an opportunity to persuade the others. So so, and then we re-vote, and whatever that final vote is, that's the group conscience for that group at that time. Um, I I just think it's so important, and it speaks so highly of AA that. We put such emphasis on that, that we trust each other and the innate goodness in all of us to put aside our ego, put aside our personal uh, uh, pettiness and, and whatever else and we'll, and we'll vote on, on a given issue uh, exactly as our heart tells us to. So congratulations AA, keep up the good work. That's That's all I have. Thanks.
1: Bill, you're going to keep your seat up there because you're going to join us. He's our tri-chair tonight for the next three months. Thank you. That was a good one. That was great. In order for us to stay focused, us three now, uh, we use the Big Book Study Guide, which was prepared by Krusty Cliff of the Dallas Primary Purpose Group with the assistance, aid, and direction of Joe and Charlie. The Big Book Comes
2: Alive. I believe tonight we're going to begin on page 40-ish. Which will be read from uh, the front, from, to, not, from this uh, uh, set, right? For the whole set. Um, As my guru said, I like music. You to do that <laughs> Sorry, it's a mute, doodly. Um, tonight's reader, Bill. After the page is read, we're going to ask questions from the podium, starting back at the top of page 40-ish. The answers will be one sentence unless otherwise specified. And multi-part questions are simply a one-sentence answer, split up by commas, semicolons, yay semicolons, hyphens, and other fun bits of punctuation. Facing English, what he just tried to say, say? is that we're going to read
1: the material once, Bill will, and then we're going to re-dissect that information a second time through a question-and-answer format. Notice how the language in the questions give us new light into which
2: to consider the study material. And I can say from actual experience that this is important. Because hearing the question, hearing the, uh, what was read turned into a question, and then rereading the content for an, off, uh, for, for an answer offers a definite way of comprehending the material covered. After we've completed the page, we open up for comments, questions, and observations, based on what was just read. If you have spiritual experiences with this information, you are free to share. However, what? If you don't, please feel free to ask your sponsor, maybe
1: ask a question, but we like right. to pass the message and not the mess, so let's not
2: talk and about things you, we don't you, have experience with. If you're under 90 days, we suggest listening might be yeah. the best thing for, all, for you. Yeah. Not, not that you're wasting our time, But uh, you can't hear God while you're talking. And thinking of the question.
1: However, Big Book Study is not therapy. Should you begin sharing on topics which are appropriately discussed in a different setting? You know, like privately with your sponsorship (laughs) family, uh, your therapist, your psychiatrist, your parole officer. Don't be offended when Bill cuts that conversation short because he's got the phone tonight. For that purpose, we have fellowship meetings before and after our study time. We have a Zoom room you can join to check in to still see. Yeah, people are still alive, people are still staying sober. And until then, you know, just call your sponsors. You know, there's no reason why you guys can't meet in a park with
2: masks 10 feet away from each other in small groups, too, even. I, I support Bill in cutting uh, long-winded people off with, thank you for calling! And that'll be fine. I'm, yeah. I'm all supportive of that, Bill. You know, I, I would, can't I wait would, to hear it. I would that.
4: also suggest that we keep our questions or comments focused on the reading. Right. What yes. was just read? Yeah, well, you're That's, That's in in your job.
2: That'll be great with so, that booming voice. You know, you
1: can never go wrong by commenting on, as he says, the page, which brings us to the words of one of our co-founders. The person who knows that one first will get a coffee cup next time they come to Home Group. Freedom... Woo-hoo. Sobriety, sobriety freedom freedom. of freedom through the teaching and practice of the 12 steps is the sole purpose of any Alcoholics Anonymous group. So we are on our 28th session. I have three sessions. I have to podcast this weekend. I'm going to put them up. I spent three hours editing out the the, the, the diddly doos. So we're going to have, we'll be caught up on the podcast page also. But, you know, we just didn't roll the dice and say, hey, let's just pick up on page 40. Started 27, oh, actually 30 weeks ago with holidays in um, the forwards, which is where we like to start with sponsees. It's vitally important for your people to know what they're getting involved in. None of this bait and switch stuff. This is Alcoholics Anonymous. This is how we started. This is what we're about. And this is what we intend to do. And this is what we hope your life will look like. And that sounds a
2: little extreme for you. We got a whole chapter called The Doctor's Opinion. I was going to ask don't all three of us have all the forwards? St- a bunch of stuff highlighted and oh, underlined yeah. and stuff in the forewords, oh, yeah. and I, I'm just amazed that like I was one of those guys. I didn't want to read the book, so I skipped anything that didn't look readable. First of all, like anything, nobody reads a preface. Nobody even pronounces preface right, <laughs> right? And and so why read the forewords? And then when I got to the doctor's opinion, which arguably is one of the most important. Chapters in the book, I looked at it and went, Hey, Roman numerals, that's not even the real book, and skipped it. Oh. The, Im- the impact of reading the preface and the forwards for me is this that I never, ever
4: read the preface and the forwards of anything before, the- <laughs> <laughs> before that. Ooh. Being directed to read the preface and the forwards in this book has become so important to me that I never read a book without reading the preface and forwards.
2: And it changes the way you read a book.
4: Well, if Absolutely. You guys, is
1: it, is it, either of you guys go to like, the last part of the book to see the secret answer that, so
4: you don't have to read the book? Oh yeah. No, I only did that with my math homework. Okay.
2: No, I did that with this whole book and ended up not reading, anyone who's seen me do it, I ended up not reading the book because I went through chapter by chapter looking to see what, 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 what applied to me. And none of it did, so I, I went through it, and I told my sponsor, there's nothing in this book for me. So we start in the forewords, <laughs> we phase into the doctor's opinion, and explains to us the disease
1: concept and what we have, and I'm going to throw this in Bill. Good. And then we end up in Bill's story,
4: which in like five sentences, what's the main purpose of Bill's story, Bill? In my mind, the main purpose of Bill's story uh, is to give us an opportunity to identify. Uh, Bill is a typical alcoholic with a typical alcoholic story. Maybe everything that happened to Bill didn't happen to me or you. Uh, but you could see the, his uh, uh, the progression of the disease as he drank more and more and became went through the various stages of troubled drinking, through necessary drinking, to the sickest reason of all, which is oblivion. And then you could see his rec- recovery process. Anyone reading this for the first time, an alcoholic looking for recovery, Will identify with the with the uh, progression of the disease, and they will gain hope from the from the recovery process. So I, th- I think the the process of identification is crucial. I think that's why Bill's imp- story is important. If you can't identify with Bill, if you don't think you have his problem, then you don't need his solution. So why read the rest of the book?
2: And speak of the solution. Well, the last thing it says in uh, Bill's story is there is, however a vast amount of fun about it all. And uh, that brings us to the fun part, that there is a solution, and that's... Thank God there's one. Yeah, and and, you know, and they place it very well. They give us an alcoholic to identify with in the book, Bill, and then they say, but here's the solution. Here's the answer, what you just said. You don't have to go to the back and find the magic answer. We put it at the front because we know that's what you want. Right there, there is a solution. a common solution once we've read that we should be done with the debating society
1: yeah but you know us alcoholics maybe I am maybe I'm not listen my sponsor says I have to do this I've been to these AA meetings you know and and it's just not having coffee and talking they got all this secret stuff you gotta do and I think I'm just fine with the information I know I shouldn't drink well we got a chapter for them folks called more about alcoholism I
2: need to know more about this I need to know more
3: but uh, so more about alcoholism
1: (laughs) is the kicking. the the tires, talking to the sales manager, sealing the deal that I need to follow through with the program recovery, which is in the rest of the book, because if I don't, I'm going to have relapse after relapse well, after relapse. Well, and it
2: misses more alcoholic, uh, identifiable experiences. Absolutely. And I, I got to say, this uh, inviting me here, thank you very much. Um, it's been years since I've done this, this style, and uh, this is really good for me. It's amazing how much if you look at one and it's how I study anyway but being doing it with friends one sentence at a time mm-hmm. and then going back over and asking a question and letting that sentence answer there's something magical that happens in your brain where you understand it fresh even though we've been reading it for decades some of Un- us unless here.
4: unless we understand what it is, the information that's being presented. It can't make that eighteen-inch drop, <laughs> okay, from our from our brain down to our gut. That's what and, we got. And I'm a different person. And, and, and gut
2: and, and gut is where things change. At least I, they did for me. Yeah, and and I'm a different person this time reading it. So I I apply it differently to this part of my life. It's so amazing. we're gonna
1: pick up. So we have, we met a few people along the way. Oh. We met Fred, we met the jaywalker, and hopefully you saw yourself in there. We drink Jim, for a reason. Right. Yeah. Jim. Jim and Jim, Jim, Jim the and, jaywalker. And now we're
4: in Fred, correct. I still don't yeah. know where Jim was on Monday, but never mind. We'll move on.
2: <laughs> hey, I think and, that's all we talked and about. And I found with, two movies with, old movies with jaywalkers in it. Oh, so great. So I'm, I'm clipping them and sending them to you. <laughs> I, once heard a, I once heard a speaker
1: say he, he had a bunch of Bunch of old timers, uh, middle of the road old timers sitting come to him for some help and he said we're going to start off tonight by reading Jim's story. And these guys were 20, 30, 40 years. They they turned to the back of the book and they're looking around, they're looking at the table contents. Oh, says, that's so funny. None of these guys knew that Jim's story was in the part of the book called More About Alcoholism. That's what happens when you don't stick to the book of Alcoholics Anonymous. So we learned about what happens to alcoholics who want to quit but don't have a spiritual experience, that want to quit, that have fear and knowledge but don't have a spiritual experience. So we're going to have Bill... Right, so it's
2: untreated at that
1: point. Untreated alcoholism. Right, because that's Just, the only treatment we know. I know yeah. I have cancer, I know it's going to kill me and I don't want to die. Will that treat my cancer? No. No, you got to no. take the, take the, the, the best. And I
2: want it to stop. I want it to stop. So, so much. And I pray every night for it to stop.
4: But these first four chapters all are about understanding the the problem and understanding that there is a solution so that I can identify with what it is these people are talking about. It's something that's near and dear to my existence, my alcoholism, and and the troubles in my life, and the hope that I can find this solution as they have. It's all about understanding
2: and hope. I I believe so, and that there's a single... Solution. I don't have a dilemma. Uh, Chris and I were talking about that. That when when a group is not in agreement, you have a dilemma. You have a choice between two things. But this, every time they show up, like they showed up with with Fred and said, "Look, this is this is your dilemma." Mm. Showed up with Jim. You do this or you die. There's there's no choice. You don't have to say, "Well, you, we have this treatment or we have that treatment." We're all in agreement that there is one common solution. It's not your solution and Bill's solution and this solution and that. It's all we all have the same solution. And in that is exactly what Bill's talking, I believe, is, is if, the if hope. If you guys
4: if you guys are like me, dying was not a big deal. I mean I, I didn't <laughs> no, I, wasn't, I, was I wasn't afraid of die. dying. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, be, between sobriety and dying there's an awful lot of misery and that, that yeah. certainly motivated me. Yeah. So we learned
1: about the spiritual solution and and there's a solution and more about alcoholism, marries the problem with the solution, explains to it how a spiritual solution is necessary, and actually even sort of how it works. So we're going to have Bill start reading at the bottom of page 38. and we're 38? Prob- bottom of 38, because okay. we're going we're to catch up a little bit. But, you know, we're going to read for a while tonight. We're going to learn a little bit more about, well, we learned about Frederick, didn't we? Yeah, Let's start page thirty nine, top of the page. Uh, that may be true. Oh, you got to read the bottom of thirty eight to make that make sense. Right, that's what some of them. Last. Yeah, we got to do yeah. that. And we'll just read through for a while. Hi, Bill.
4: Okay, have Ready. fun, Bill's the reader.
1: You.
2: We're drive at the bottom. We're
4: at the bottom of page thirty eight. <laughs> you drive that horse. Boy. Some of you were thinking yes. What you tell us is true, but it doesn't fully apply. We admit we have some of those symptoms, but we have not gone to the extremes you fellows did, (laughs) nor are we likely to, for we understand ourselves so well that what you have told us, that such things cannot happen again. We have not lost everything in life through drinking, and we certainly do not intend to. Thanks for the information. Screw you. Thank you very much.
5: (laughs) That's
1: their first AA meeting. They see we're a little extreme, and they they don't come back for a few more months because they try to quit on their own, and they come crawling back. That's what we say in theater, which means don't come back. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. They look like us, but they ain't us. We're going to talk about some... Problem heavy right. drinkers right now. That no.
4: may be true <laughs> of certain non-alcoholic people who, though drinking foolishly and heavily at present time, are able to stop or moderate because their brains and bodies have not been so damaged, been damaged as ours were. But the actual or potential alcoholic, with hardly an exception, will be absolutely unable to stop drinking on the basis of self knowledge. This is a point we wish to emphasize and reemphasize, to smash home upon our alcoholic readers as it has been revealed to us out of bitter experience. Let us take another illustration. Fred is a partner in a well-known accounting firm. His income is good, he has a fine home, is happily married, and the father of promising children of college age. He has so attractive a personality that he makes friends with everyone. If ever there was a successful businessman, it is Fred. To all appearance, he is a stable, well-balanced individual, yet he is alcoholic. We first saw Fred about a year ago in a hospital where he had gone to recover from a bad case of jitters. Right. It was his first experience of this kind, and he was much ashamed of it. Far from admitting he was an alcoholic, he told himself he came to the hospital to rest his nerves. The doctor intimated strongly that he might be worse than he realized. For a few days, he was depressed about his condition. He made up his mind to quit drinking altogether. It never occurred to him that perhaps he could not do so, in spite of his character and standing. Fred would not believe himself an alcoholic, much less accept spiritual remedy for his problems. We told him what we knew about about alcoholism, he was interested and conceded that he had some of the symptoms but he was a long way from admitting that he could do nothing about it himself. He was positive that this humiliating experience, plus the knowledge he had acquired, would keep him sober the rest of his life. Self-knowledge would fix
1: it. you get the feeling that perhaps he never tried to quit before this? It never occurred to him to quit? He, he never failed at trying to quit? This was his first... Knowledge that hey, dude, you should quit drinking. He said, okay, sure, no big deal. I'll, I'll do it. Let's we'll see how that works. Well, for he now. has
2: a reason now. Now he has a reason, which he's is gonna what try. we defined the levels of alcoholism was if you know the lower levels was if there, the reason was strong enough, I can quit.
4: We don't, we don't know because it doesn't tell us here, yeah. but I'd be willing to bet that this was just the worst uh, uh, screw up he's had that he's had other minor bumps and bruises along the way. This is his first real attempt. Those other times I was practicing.
2: When you poop your pants in jail and you go, I will never drink this much again, not that I ever did that. This this
4: was an awakening for him.
2: So he's going to end up where? But I could.
4: We heard no more of Fred for a while. One day we were told that he was back in the hospital. This time he was quite shaky. He soon indicated he was anxious to see us. The story he told us is most instructive, for here was a chap absolutely convinced he had to stop drinking, who had no excuse for drinking, who exhibited splendid judgment and determination in all his other concerns, yet was flat on his back nevertheless. Let him tell, let him tell you about it. I was much impressed with what you fellows said about alcoholism, and I frankly did not believe it would be possible for me to drink again. I rather appreciated your ideas about the subtle insanity which precedes the first drink, but I was confident it could not happen to me after what I had learned. (laughs) I reasoned it Uh was not so far advanced as most of you fellows that I had been been usually successful in licking my other personal problems and that I would therefore be successful where you men failed. I felt I had every right to be self-confident that it would be only a matter of exercising my willpower and keeping on guard. Exercising what? Willpower. Uh-oh. Hey, Will. Sick'em, well. Sick'em, <laughs> sick'em, sick well, Will. Yeah, get over here, Will. In this frame of mind, I went about my business, and for a time, all was well. Perfect. I had no trouble refusing drinks and began to wonder if I had not been making too hard a work of a simple matter. Yeah, one slip. One day, I went to Washington to present some accounting evidence to a government bureau. I had been out of town before during this particular dry spell, so there was nothing new about that. Physically, I felt fine. Neither did I have any pressing problems or worries. My business came off well. I was pleased and knew my partners would be too. It was the end of a perfect day, not a cloud on the horizon. Oh, my. Ta-da. So who got
1: drunk on crappy days? (laughs) Who got drunk on no job? Lost your job, got a job, single, divorced.
4: Right. Birthday, sunny rainy day, day, sunny day. I love this line. Not a cloud on the horizon. <laughs> what, the end of a what could day.
2: possibly go wrong? Right, I'm in charge. Willpower wins out again. Suddenly the mental blank spot appears.
4: I went to my hotel and leisurely dressed for dinner. As I crossed the threshold of the dining room, the thought came to mind that it would be nice to have a couple of cocktails with dinner. And go back to the
2: hospital. I had to explain what highballs were last week, by the way. They're they're refreshing cocktails in a tall glass, like a whiskey sour. Tom Collins in those. Tom Collins. The tall frosted, tall skinny They're not the small ones like Manhattan. They don't know what any of those drinks are. It's alcohol
4: with something else.
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why a martini was the perfect drink, because it was alcohol- with more, more alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> It'd
4: be nice to have a couple of cocktails with dinner. Hmm. That was all. That was all. Nothing more. I ordered a cocktail and my meal. Then I ordered another cocktail. After dinner, I decided to take a walk. When I returned to the hotel, it struck me that a highball would be a fine before going to bed. I'm going to suggest that the allergy has been triggered. Gee, I don't know. Let's see. He's drunk. Well, yeah, There's, but he's, he's lose lightheaded. He, he took
2: a walk. He ate. Yeah. He's, he's good. Yeah. And he drank with he's food. Loose. I mean, right. what could go wrong there? Right. It's you know, I was talking about it last night. I I, I mostly drank when I was stoned. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't get stoned when I drank, but I, I drank all the time when I was stoned. But I never thought I was drunk because I was always high. Right, so so in my mind, I didn't even count those times of drinking, you know, a whole bottle of Jack while I was smoking bombs because that didn't count as drinking, right? And so when I got sober, I thought oh, I'm not an alcoholic; I hardly drank at all. And when I look back to see the amount of actual alcohol I imbibed, it was it was beyond belief. And I I can relate to this where you go, I'm not feeling the alcohol. Mm. You're feeling everything else. So uh, so I'm fine. I fe- I feel the dinner and so and it's a good there's not a cloud on the horizon, so I feel good. Alcohol it's not was, the alcohol.
4: Alcohol wasn't a problem for me. I mean I mean, after all, I was socially injecting things into my arm, so you know.
2: <laughs> oh. See, I would, and I would, everybody knows right. how
4: sociable that is.
2: Right. Right,
4: it's it was a just a social thing.
2: Stained light bulb. Yeah. I would in have. A dirty I would mattress. have one
1: smart knob <laughs> creek at the Bistrô Solas and therefore mignon, some Asian beans. Run to the bathroom for a little, pep me up, but just one drink, and that one drink would loosen me up a little bit. I'd say, right. well, I said, Well, not I just have another drink. It wasn't drinking. No, and then have the second drink, and well, that would loosen me up cocktails, a little bit more. For
2: God's sake, right? It's
1: the third drinking. or fourth drink for me is when phenomenon would kick in.
2: Drinking is out of the bottle. All right, ladies. Let's continue with the <laughs> back to the book. I just want to picture Bill shooting up socially. <laughs> it was just
4: a social thing, you know.
2: I mean,
6: Help sales.
4: So, so Help I didn't. Sales. So I didn't talk or look at anybody for a couple of hours. Big deal. They knew I cared.
1: <laughs> back to the book. I
4: cared. Back in the book. I remember having several more that <laughs> night and plenty the next morning. I have a shadowy recollection of being in an airplane bound for New York. And of finding a friendly taxicab driver at the landing field instead of my wife. The driver escorted me about for several days. I know little of where I went or what I said or did. Then came the hospital with unbearable mental and physical suffering.
2: Can, I, can I just point out that in that paragraph, he had a cocktail, another cocktail, a highball, he had one, he had several more. He had plenty the next morning, and then, and it's it, like, that's a lot. The phenomenon's kicked in. This guy's... All funner. night. He How do you, you, you drink and then you wake up still in that phenomenon of craving where i had several more in the Hence morning
1: Jim showing up to work
2: drunk on tuesday on tuesday yeah. instead of yeah he went. well i don't phenomenon. know about you
4: guys but i'm getting a real resentment against his wife who to, who wasn't there <laughs> waiting for him at the airport just because he was a couple days late i mean come on
1: Oh, i see it. This, what I kind see it. of a
4: wife is that
1: i see her at the airport leisurely standing by the car waiting for her to come out and she sees him come out the door and he's she waves to him, and he jumps into a cab, and she just watches him drive by, and she's like,
2: what, yeah. what <laughs> the and, and, hell? and he would have a resentment because, look, he's a big shot. He went to Washington to present some accounting evidence to a government bureau. Where? I He's I, a big I, shot.
4: I I think his wife abandoned him but you that's an interesting thought Mike yeah, watching him drive him. <laughs> I
2: like or, seeing that
1: or she called her drunk and she hung up on him one of the two Maybe as,
2: she has a baby in her arms while she's crying yeah. as, he as soon as away. as soon as I <laughs> regain my ability to think I went... <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sounds like he lost something.
2: Three days later. I went carefully
4: over that evening in Washington. Later that Not only had I been off guard, I had made no fight whatever against the first drink. This time, I had not thought of the consequences at all. I had commenced to drink as carelessly as though the cocktail were ginger ale. Can
1: I pause you for one second? I'm going to turn to page 24 and remind us what untreated alcoholism looks like. Yes, please. The fact is that most alcoholics, for reason yet obscure, have lost the power of choice in drink. Our so-called willpower becomes practically non-existent. We are unable at certain times to bring into our consciousness with sufficient force the memory of the suffering and humiliation even a week or a month ago. We are without defense against the first drink.
4: Hear, hear. I now remember what my alcoholic friends had told me, how they prophesied... That if I had an alcoholic mind, the time and place would come, I would drink again. They had said that though I did raise the defense, it would one day give way before some trivial reason for having a drink. Well, just that did happen and more. For what I had learned of alcoholism did not occur to me at all. I knew from that moment that I had an alcoholic mind. I saw that willpower And self-knowledge would not help in those strange mental blank spots. I had never been able to understand people who said that a problem had them hopelessly defeated. I knew then it was a crushing blow.
1: So we're going to stop there. We're going to hopefully get through this part without too much interjection because we've interjected enough, a lot already. But just to (laughs) remind folks that are home if uh, once we get through this question answer if you do wish to answer if you want to jot down this number area code nine five four two six zero four seven six zero once again area code nine five four two six zero four seven six zero and for your zoomies i'm sure our zoominist has posted that for you you'll be greeted on the phone by chris who will uh keep you entertained until we slide you in so let's start on page 40 shall we The first main new paragraph is
2: that uh, did he express a year later what were okay all right i find you yeah uh, a Six.
1: year later what were the aas told two sentences uh, let's see where... And you can jump in every once in a too, Bill, if you, if you know it before him. Whoever gets it first goes for it.
2: <laughs> where are Is we? The answer, we Page heard for, no more of yes. Fred for a while. Yes. One day we were told he was back in the hospital. This time he was quite shaky. He I can no, you just one sentence. soon indicated... Where do we go? Oh, oh okay. okay. For.
1: Next, no. next question. Let's jump there. In what condition was he? Uh, he was quite shaky. This time he was quite yeah. shaky. Next question, who was it he indicated he really wanted to see? indicated he was anxious to see us. There's a comment in the book, would this indicate that he had paid the price for admission, that he had developed a desire to stop drinking?
2: Think about that one. Next question, what was his excuse for drinking? The story (laughs) he told is most instructive, for here was a chap absolutely convinced, to answer your question, he had to stop drinking who had no excuse for drinking, who exhibited splendid judgment and determination in all his others concerned. Yet, he was flat on his back, nevertheless. And that's in the detox setting. Beautiful place to see guests. Paper slippers.
1: Uh, Two-part question. Bill, you got this one. With what was he impressed, what did he not believe?
4: Let Let him tell you about it. I was much impressed. With what you fellows said about alcoholism, and I frankly did not believe it would be possible for me to drink again.
1: Can you sense the arrogance and the ego in that? It's like, unlike oh, you guys.
2: And yet he's anxious to see him to right. prove to him. Well, that's that, they're old, wrong. that was
1: his old belief. Two part uh, question here. What ideas impressed him the most, and B, of what was he confident?
4: I rather appreciated your ideas about the subtle insanity which precedes the first drink, but. I was confident it could not happen to me after what I had learned,
2: and that takes you back to page twenty-four again. Right, that's the same statement as what's on page forty-one. We know what was his reasoning, Doc. I reasoned, right? I reasoned. That keeping you guys on the ball here. I was not so far advanced as most of you fellows that I had been unusually successful in licking. My, uh, or I'm sorry, I had been usually successful in licking my other personal problems and that I would therefore be successful where you men had failed. Why did
1: he feel self-confident that he could manage his decision to never drink again?
4: Go ahead, Bill. I felt I had every right to be self-confident. That it would be only a matter of exercising my willpower and keeping on
2: guard. I know you love to talk so about this, exercise. These two paragraphs, this,
1: this, <laughs> these two paragraphs have got so much going on. If we got a caller, somebody wants to call right. in, this is a great opportunity to share with us. And either of you two just go to town with this. Let's keep it. Short I, I don't got know a lot to anybody,
2: including myself, that wasn't. In the in this frame of mind, at some point, I talked to two drunks last night, and immediately they're like, "Well, you know, I, that A stuff—that's different than me." And they were slammed drunk on the street last night.
4: Well, you hence
1: know. it says we probably should talk to them more when they're sober.
2: Right, and and so it was so super. You had fun. It was a soft sell, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But but Hard sell. but it was fun to hear this same thing. Come out of someone who can hardly stand. Yeah. You know? The, oh, sh- I, I, the
4: shaky arrogance that I remember. The shaky arrogance,
2: that's beautiful. <laughs> was, was, that,
4: was that I wasn't as bad as you guys, which means well, I was wondering maybe I was, that's why I say shaky, mm-hmm. but I, wouldn't, I w- would not be like you guys. I wasn't that bad. Did now you carry that phone. into
2: meetings? Did you feel that your first few meetings? Absolutely. That you were surrounded by a bunch of losers? Absolutely. I, didn't, I did too. I didn't belong there. I love this. i
1: liked, I like to tell you about it. I was much impressed about what you losers said about alcoholism, and I frankly do not believe it would be possible for me to drink again. I rather appreciated your ideas about the subtle insanity which precedes the first drink, but I was confident it would, wouldn't happen to me as, as far less, more advanced as you losers. Right. Because when I came to my first AA group, they were goofy balls. So we got a phone call. Who's Who we got calling today?
3: Uh, we got Peter.
1: Peter, want to pop that on? Peter who?
2: Pedro. Pedro. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Go. This is our first one, right? Hi, Peter. Does that work? Hi, guys. Are you with us? You got yes, sir. Number seven, Peter, you're the first up. one that's going to be live. Let me Hello? Get them with that. Hold on, Peter. Keep talking. Keep checking. You're not completely on yet.
3: Can you hear us, Peter? You can 100. do and share if you can. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. You're on,
5: baby! Hey, all right. Good to see you guys. Good to see you, Doc. Thank Dad. you. And Mr. Mike, God bless you guys. Sorry to hear about the bad news about your house and everything, Mike. I hope uh, you're recovering well.
1: Thank you. Good to hear your voice.
5: Yeah, good to hear you guys, too. Um, I just wanted to say something on the paragraph where it says, that it would be only a matter of exercising my willpower and keeping on guard. I, I don't know how many times um, I tried to the method of like not staying at the shop after work because the guys would drink beer and so on, and I was so accustomed to doing that. And I thought by avoiding that situation that I wouldn't drink. And um, for a little while, I had some success in exercising that that kind of um abstinence but i've always found myself um months later even more drunker and so on and um i'm just grateful today that you know i rely on a power greater than myself and you guys you know to um to safeguard me from that first street that's sort thank you nice to hear thanks, from you yeah
4: thanks peter that you know that's the way it is i mean we have three tools to to deal with our alcoholism that that are inherent you know we have self will then we get some self knowledge and we have fear you know you can scare me straight but <laughs> like all of day. them all of them will fail eventually yeah and that's been my experience, and apparently that's what Peter's sharing with us too. That, that we, we can we can even be, be crafty and avoid situations so that we're not tempted. <laughs> but eventually, we're going to find that we fall into those situations. And if you're not doing,
2: if that's not happening to you, maybe you're not alcoholic. Would you say you can apply those three things, or at least some of those things? That self-will doesn't actually have to come from me. I can I can transfer that to someone else and say, this guy is going to get me sober. And what he does, right, and I can put all of my trust in another guy and it's still going to fail. Or Or a bunch of people, if I hang out with the... I just need to switch crowds. So, if I am told,
1: if you want what I have, do what I do, and the person I have chosen to be that role model is a problem heavy heart drinker who's never bothered to do the steps because I just choose not to drink every morning. I do three or four meetings a day and I just determine in the morning I'm not going to drink today and I just right. don't
2: do it. And if a real alcoholic gets somebody like that, what's going to happen? Right. They won't have treated. They won't have that. They'll drink. What, what, what Jim missed. They won't have that enlarged spiritual experience. He didn't enlarge his spiritual life and therefore he drank because that's what we do. That's all we do. We well, I,
4: I think with Jim, the situation was that, that he did work the steps. Uh, he just didn't continue. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, he stayed sober. It says there that, that uh, uh, he made a beginning. He made a
5: beginning. He made a, made a beginning. beginning right. he made a which beginning.
4: means he, he did at least the first three steps. Which won't get and, you sober. And and, and no. And, and maybe he even did a fourth and a fifth step. Mm-hmm. Okay? I, we don't know exactly how far he went. But the point
2: is... He didn't continue. Right. He didn't enlarge his His spiritual life. life. I did 1, 9, and 12, right? I got sober. I called everybody to apologize, and I started dragging people to meetings. 1, 9, and 12, I'm done. Who's going to answer this first? Those who do not recover are...
1: With a microphone. <laughs> Say that. People who not recover, doc, finish it. People who rec- those not recover, the, uh, the, we, those who uh, not recover, people who cannot or will not completely oh, give themselves you. to this simple program. Step nine. Casual recovery Step doesn't work nine. for a real deal. There Next paragraph, go. bottom of the page of yep. 40. You ready, both of you? Yeah. This is for you, More Bill. In, what, in that frame of mind, what did he, he did what, part B, how was everything going?
4: In this frame of mind, I went about my business for a time and all was well. Uh, Next question. What was he
1: having, little. What was it he was having no trouble with? And B,
2: (laughs) what did his alcoholic mind begin to wonder? I had no trouble refusing drinks and began to wonder if I had not been making too hard work of a simple matter. I like that. That's me all over. Right? The it only thing? takes a couple days for justification to settle in and I'm good with any oh, places we need 10 I ten minutes.
1: Plead. Change my mind. <laughs> I thought you weren't drinking tonight. <laughs> Change my mind.
4: You know, I want to do everything to fix my problem, but I don't want to overdo it, you know?
7: <laughs> you guys you know, are so damn you know. extreme.
4: I don't you know. want to overdo it, you know? <clears throat> I, don't, <throat> I, I don't want to become some kind of screaming weenie. Oh, you know?
2: oh, I'll tell you what really damaged me was one thing that one friend said when I got sober. I told him, hey, I'm sober. You know, it's been whatever it was, 10 days or whatever. And he says, well, that's great, but just don't substitute uh, this group this thing you're in, for your drug habit. Don't be addicted to this AA thing. And, and I really thought, oh, my God, i got to protect myself from going too deep into this thing, making too hard work out of a simple drinking They're problem. I, I love away. it when people
4: say you, you traded your addiction to alcohol or drugs for an addiction to AA.
2: <laughs> okay,
4: Like, I, I can't go another day without a meeting. I have to have a meeting. Right. Right and I once don't know I have
2: a meeting I have to have 10. I don't, I don't yeah, right
4: I get the, I get this uh, I got this thing where I have to I got this craving where I have to have 10 meetings.
1: Yeah, you know, I broke into my mom's house, stole some money to put in the basket so I, there,
4: <laughs> there's, a, there's a good AA I'm hiding for you. in
2: the garage reading the big book but people, people people don't understand
4: that's not why I come to AA
2: right that's it's, not why i has, keep coming not back. even a, in the same universe No. let us
1: fill that out. So, we got a comment. This comment's actually from the book, which means Krusty Cliff and Joe and Charlie and, and, uh, put this together. This is the equivalent of the chronic alcoholic's mind believing that the owner of the mind can get by without taking the steps. They just go into meetings is enough, and then believing that even meetings are unnecessary, that the moment we order the next drink, sometimes months, years, before we decide to take a drink, Then the drink, then the drunk takes us. Next question. Where did he go on business?
2: One day I went to Washington to present some accounting evidence to a government bureau which will remain nameless. Was this a new
1: experience
4: for him? I had been out of town before during this particular dry spell, so there was nothing new about that. How did he feel physically? Uh, I felt
1: fine. <laughs> what problems or worries did he have?
4: Neither did I have any pressing problems or worries.
2: How did his business in Washington go? Oh, this is going to end perfectly. I love it. My, <laughs> ready? What you <laughs> My business, I'd done my business, and it came off well. I was pleased and knew my partners would be too. You ready, Doc? What Good. kind of day had it been? It had been a perfect day, not a cloud on the horizon. You know, once again, I want we're a breaking down that, that stereotype that, that we have t-shirt. to have problems. It's towards, a perfect right? day, not a cloud on the horizon. That's I, that would t-shirt. make a great T-shirt. Yeah, I would with love it? that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a little happy face with the nose hanging over the edge. Now
2: I'm going to have my daughter make a meme with that baby with the fist. Perfect day, like not a that. cloud on the horizon.
4: No, I I, I, I went to I went to happy face with the two X's for the eyes.
1: (laughs) Next paragraph, Bill. What did he do after he completed his first business? His first business for the day.
4: I went to my hotel and leisurely dressed for dinner. What did you put on? A tux. As I crossed the threshold of the dining room. Ah, Next question. This,
1: Doc, don't steal his questions. (laughs) uh, Doc,
4: Doc, you scored big.
1: This is three sentences. Oh, boy. As he went into the dining room, what insane thought did he have?
2: As I crossed the threshold of the dining room. This is is like a, a, a Stanley Kubrick movie right here. As I crossed the threshold of the dining room, the thought came to mind. That it would be nice to have a couple of cocktails with dinner. That was all, nothing more.
1: How did he act on that insane thought,
4: Bill? That was all, nothing more. I ordered. I ordered ordered a cocktail and my meal. Then I ordered another cocktail.
1: That's one sentence. Stop at the periods.
4: Well, I I just wanted to say he he ordered a couple of cocktails with dinner. He decided he was going to order a couple of cocktails with dinner and go back to the detox.
2: <laughs> no, that's too much. I think, work.
4: That, I think that's what I want to do. I think today I'll I have a couple of drinks and.
2: What did Listen, he do then? When you, when you dress for dinner, you're impervious to alcohol. Yeah. Nothing gets you drunk in a tux, I can tell you.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: You put on a tux, Coke doesn't make you high, martinis don't get you drunk because you're in a tux. I went to the wrong tailor, I guess. Next question What did he do then? I ordered another cocktail. Two.
1: Next question. He had dinner and then what?
4: After, I, after dinner, I decided to
2: take a walk. After he returned to the hotel, what did he do? Like a Stanley Kubrick movie, it struck me. A highball would be fine before going to bed, so I stepped into the bar and had one. That's three. So I stepped into the bar and had one. Just
1: one. <laughs> he Slick. remembered what? Slick. After the third drink.
4: <laughs> I remember having several more that night and plenty next morning.
1: Two-part question, Doc. First part, he had a shadowy recollection of what? And who did he hook up with at the landing field? This is
2: the scary part. I have a shadowy, bitsy recollection of being in an airplane bound for New York and a little recollection of finding a friendly taxi cab driver at the landing field instead of my wife.
4: Yeah. What did they
2: do? What did
1: they do and for (laughs) how long,
4: Bill? The driver escorted me about for several days. Several days. I know little of where I went or what I said and did.
1: Which would have been, what did he
4: remember of all this?
1: Where did he wind up
2: with that? Then came the hospital Mm. with unbearable, unbearable mental and physical suffering. Is there anybody who can't identify with that? You know, what did he do in the, I keep saying three days, but it says several days. Yeah. I don't know how long. I've been on binges, right? Oh, I'm sorry. The book calls them sprees. I've been on a spree. you got binges. Right? And, and I was talking to my daughter last night about, you know, she, 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 we were talking about blackouts, and she inherited those from her father, right? But usually you blackout, you wake up the next morning or, like he did, several, several days, days later. But what I would wake up sometimes in the spree, in different places. Moment of clarity. And yeah, I would just wake yeah. up. I, I woke up one time and I, uh, this woman, they had called the cops because I'd been, I, I left my car somewhere and I was walking in a neighborhood banging on windows, screaming, give me my keys, God damn it. And when that door didn't open, I'd go across the street and bang on other windows. Imagine this six foot five guy. You're scary. In the middle of the night screaming. And I had started drinking at somebody's house, I had gone to a party, I woke up there, I woke up on the street, I went that I it was like, you know, time shifting. And I'm thinking time shifting. Oh, when yeah. you wake up, okay, mental illness, I can see that. For I, I remember having a hangover that wasn't a hangover, it was a detox, right? At least one I did many of those. But what kind of what did he do to get physical injuries, right? He didn't just, I'm I'm sure he didn't just wake up. It says unbearable mental and physical suffering. Unbearable physical Mm. suffering. He didn't just wake up sore from drinking for three days. He did some stuff. Yeah. He did some stuff he probably doesn't remember. He's probably got, you know... A, a, a bruised rib and screwed up uh, elbows and a black eye and you know glimpses what, what, of whatever what he did. whatever
4: experience you had which you know is not the same one I had I mean we all had our own experiences yeah. uh uh
2: with a certain common thread
4: <laughs> yeah and, yeah with a certain common thread of course the 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 one thing that we can all share is then came the hospital with unbearable mental and physical suffering. Is there anybody here, regardless of what crazy, you know, run you were on, did that not occur? Right. Every, everybody had that same thing. Where oh my god. And
2: know? it may not. For me, it was never a hospital, but it was you know somebody's couch or the floor or my own place or, or a puddle. Robert right, Jones. a puddle, <laughs> the car. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead a few
1: pages. I woke up and see if you guys Mexico can remember. Once. Whoever figures this one out, put a note in, uh, in the comments. The inconsistency is made worse by the things he does on a spree. Coming to his senses, he's revolted at certain episodes. He vaguely remembers. These memories are a nightmare. He trembles to think somebody might have observed him. As fast as he can, he pushes them far inside himself. He hopes they will never see the light of day. He's under constant fear and tension. That makes for more drinking. 8.22. Well, we're going to have to leave him just before. Oh, next week he's going to get sober-ish.
2: Start. On page Bill, 41. it was fun.
1: This was good tonight. Doc, thank, thank you for thank joining you. in on thank this. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for calling in, Peter. It's nice Thanks, to hear Nita. your voice. We all did good. Uh, we're going to start wrapping this thing up. Don't forget, check us out in the Zoom room this Thursday. Doc, are not there oh. yet. Closing. A vision for you
2: Admit your faults to him and your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny.
1: So for those of you who are feeling isolated, locked in, cabin feverish, if Warning. you go, you know, if there, if you're on Facebook, there's plenty. I'm not endorsing Facebook. If you want to do it on MySpace, you can do that too. That still but around? in Facebook there's very many there private pages. No. They're only that they can see what's going on. So if you need to share you can it's go to these pages. Also, too. if you have a new sponsee and you want to introduce them to the family of Alcoholics Anonymous, go to one of these private pages and say, hey, I just got a sponsee this is Bob. Check him out and introduce them. Snapchat. If you have an anniversary year coming up or some months, go to one of these private pages. Put on. You can get the fellowship we crave in the digital era or just run down
2: the street and talk to strangers. Can I just add that Um, I think it's important that we get in our minds that we want to keep Zoom meetings going or at least some sort of Internet meetings going long after this uh, pandemic has left us because uh, there are now people that have gotten sober online. Yeah. Um, I, have heard of people with like 30 and 40 days now Emerging that they came into these meetings and that now there is no excuse not to be addicted to AA and go to meetings every day. And it's it's up to us to keep it going. We've
1: always had people emailing us saying, you know, listen, I'm in the middle of bum hump, thump town and there's no AA here, but I love listening to you guys. It's, 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 this is what's getting me sober. Help me get sober. Now they see us. And they don't want to get knocked off. So, you know, we'll see. There'll be some form of Zoom and this yeah. going forward. There's no
2: reason that this can't overlap live meetings. Not all of them. Just some of them. But some of them. So it it harkens back to the day.
4: whole reason why the big book was, one of the major reasons why the big book was written. So that the, the word could get out. So the people in Tree Stump, Idaho,
2: who didn't have Broke an Antonio, AA meeting. New Mexico. Yeah, uh, I've I've spoken to Inuits in Alaska that used to have to walk several hours to a meeting. So these Zoom meetings
4: are just another extension of that. It's
2: wonderful, because any time of night and day, you can find uh, a meeting with your language. There's English all over the world at any time. You can jump six hours forward to uh, England. You can jump six hours back to Hawaii. You can go to Australia. There are meetings all over, and... I'm really proud of this fellowship of how we hit the ground running. Oh, absolutely.
1: Anyone celebrating you more, just bring that up on your Facebook page, your Zoom. You know, we meet a half hour before the meeting yeah. in our Zoom room. Right. Come on in. Come in and, chat, tell everybody. We you know, we'd love to support each other. If you'd like to become a member of this group, um, well, you're a member when you say you are. But once we open the doors, we start coming, feel free to come in and join us. Can all home group members give us a wave on your comments? Great, we'll see you here after the meeting to help tear down the room. Not really. Um, <laughs> yeah, now you can get undressed <coughs> and go to bed. We want to do a little plug.
2: We're, for, for, uh, thank you for joining us. Th- th- a little shameless plug of yourself. Oh, way down there? Oh, thank you for joining us tonight. You know that you are like a sound
1: engineer's nightmare.
2: Yeah, I you know, go from
1: silent voice to like radically I, going I psycho know. crazy. You
2: know that I I've been a sound engineer for about fifteen years. I right? bet you just I love, was out there with Aerosmith and Alice Cooper and and Our Black Our guys Sabbath. have got gray hair because of you. Go. Yeah, no, I, but I work uh, monitors, so okay. you know, so.
1: Thank you for joining us tonight. I was tonight. getting really quiet. I was getting really Hope quiet. to see so you next yell. week. Don't forget, this Thursday evening, our Alcoholics and God Step series. What is that? 7. It's not a step series. It's a tradition series. We decided to shake this thing up. We shook it up. We shook it up. God said, listen, this, this one's not going to be able to make it. We're going to have jock, doc, doc. Traditions Ooh. are mathematically doc come back again. stupid. <laughs> no, these traditions are. As I like these, this is not your grandmother's. Traditions, no, series. you know,
2: and we were talking about that. Traditions are how we act, right? And the and the steps are what we do for sobriety. But after that, if you apply those traditions individually to your life, it's how we act as a group. It's how we act as people, and it's what keeps us all in that singularity of agreement. It's an important thing to study.
1: So we look forward to seeing you or hearing you. Seven fifteen. Sorry, by the way, if Thursday. this thing ever gets back up on Facebook, we're sorry about that. Facebook is just not cooperating this past couple of weeks, but the Zoom is. So check us out on Zoomtown. Uh, please wait till you're 75 feet away Boy, to vape day, or smoke. Right?
2: I remember when we used to smoke at oh. meetings.
1: Well, it's cool because we sort of meet here early and do cigars and talk and How and do you smoke through a mask? 17 feet away from each other. So through
2: my We're going to close
1: with the Lord's Prayer. If everybody in the room wants to <laughs> pop down your masks and just uh, do this together. So uh, who's going to bring us from shame to grace if we ask?
4: Our Father, Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy, thy name. Thy, thy, kingdom come, name. Thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be, be done, will done, on earth as, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, daily bread and, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass, trespass against us. And lead us in not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. evil. For thine, thine is the kingdom, kingdom the, the power and the glory,
1: and
3: the forever, glory forever and ever, forever. Amen. amen. Thank you so much,
1: Bill, and thank you so much, Doctor. See you guys Let's next take. week. Survive the week. Put your masks on. Don't get infected, God, Wash you your God. hands. Wash your hands. is hey, hey. heavy.
8: Soul is thirsty. Body's aching. Desperately in need of restoration, yeah, and I am ready for you to. These possessions that I have Amount to nothing at all
9: The whole world smiles with you, baby. Yes, when you're laughing, When you Bob, 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 Shining through, but when you crying, you bring on the rain. So stop your sighing, baby, and be happy again. smiling keep on smiling baby. and I hope
7: When I go to sleep at night And I dream now uh-huh. Fear has left me And I'm standing tall A pile of bricks now lies Where once there stood a wall That I hid behind For all this time Sometimes it takes a burn. set you right. Show up and plug in my guitar, and I play my songs, and people sing along and stomp their feet and raise their arms. And here in this moment that we share, nothing could come. In. old that song is god bless i love you mike chase bye
10: i think you know this one don't you